the state of Hawaii. Truly a special place unlike any other. A place where these four words mean everything. Hey, what's cool you went? It's a question that makes one feel a sense of pride, passion, honor, and the longing to keep the traditions alive. Traditions that mean so much more right here as a new era is upon us. An era in which the athletic traditions of our young high school athletes have a home to call their own. And it all begins tonight with the OIA Featured Game of the Week. This week's state tournament berths are on the line. It's the Division I Boys Basketball Playoffs. In OIA play, it's been a strong campaign so far for the Mules of Lelehua. And last week was no different as they defeated Kahuku to reach tonight's game. Their opponent tonight are the Trojans of Mililani who already defeated the Mules earlier this season. It's a rematch that has greater meaning and it all begins now. The Hawaii Sports Radio Network proudly presents OIA Athletics on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Where people like banking. And Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. And the Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel. Oahu's best value located near Kalakaua Avenue on Beachwalk. And now let's go to the campus of Radford High School. Here's play-by-play announcer Kyle Galdera and analyst Paul Brecht. Welcome back to Radford High School. I'm Kyle Galdera, joined by Paul Brecht. And I say that because just about half an hour ago, we witnessed an incredibly entertaining game between the Campbell Sabres and the Kailua Surfriders. Campbell out of the West prevailing 51-49, giving Kailua its first loss in OA play. And Paul, we're going to see it perhaps on paper an even better matchup between two teams that played earlier this year, Mililani beating Lilihua 55-46. But overall, it's the athleticism from top to bottom displayed by both teams that we're really looking forward to seeing tonight. That should be a really fun one here in the second game of our doubleheader action. Uh, like you mentioned, two athletic squads here going at it in Lilihua and uh, Mililani here. And like you mentioned, Campbell winning that first game. It's going to be an all-West OIA D1 uh, championship game. Uh, it's going to be a kind of cool one uh, there, which means probably will be a little extra juice, a little extra pizzazz in that championship game, just as there's going to be tonight. Like you mentioned, these two teams already faced off this season. Lilihua falling to Mililani, obviously, though, because Mililani undefeated just like, um, pardon me, uh, undefeated just like Kailua in uh, league play, uh, though we saw that doesn't really mean much once you make it to the semifinals. Anybody can fall. So in OA play, Mililani 11-0, Lilihua 10-2. And speaking of that matchup back on December 17th, I mentioned Mililani beat Lilihua 55-46. Twain Wilson for Lilihua led the way with 15 points, whereas Jaden Kipapa had 14. So did Roman Gabriel for Mililani. So Mililani likes to run and, and gun and really push the pace. And Lilihua, with a bit more size, will see if they can slow down the running ability of Mililani. But it'll be interesting to see who, much like our first game tonight, who establishes possession, who establishes momentum. And then, most importantly, because as we saw tonight, Campbell was down by five and ended up surging ahead by seven at one point before finally hanging on for the three-point lead. So I can kind of foresee something similar tonight where maybe one team jumps out, the other team seesaws back, and then finally we'll see who can close it out. And that's just kind of something with basketball nowadays is no matter how big your lead is, you can't get comfortable with a three-point line. Teams can come flying back and uh, 
you know, with, with the fast pace of Mililani, uh, if they get down, that's a team who can put up points in a hurry. And then Lelehuna Hua, pardon me, goodness, uh, is a team who can combat that as well. They're a team who's given up just 50 points per game throughout league play, averaging just under 70 points per game. So they're a team who can put up points just like the Trojans. And when we come back, we'll get you starting lineups and get you ready for tonight's second D1 semifinal action of this Monday evening. We'll be back with more. This is OIA Boys Basketball. It's the playoffs. It's the semis on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back to more of the OIA Featured Game of the Week on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Welcome back to Jim Allegri Gymnasium here at Radford High School. The teams are a few minutes away from getting going. Let's get our starting lineups here for you tonight, starting with Lilihua, the Mules. It's coached by Chad Townsend. He'll run out tonight Zeltsin Militante, averaging 12.5 points a game. He's a senior guard, joined by Twain Wilson, who I mentioned in these teams' first matchup this year, put down 15 points. He's a junior guard, standing at 6 foot even. Shiloh Caminos, a 6-2 guard forward combo. He's a uh, number 15 tonight, wearing number 15. Pule Atua Levao, the senior combo post player as well. He's wearing number 20. And rounding out the lineup for the Mules, Matias Iwane, the junior guard standing at six foot two. He'll be a post presence for Mililani to deal with tonight. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. You mentioned Twain Wilson, someone who uh, you can keep your eye on. He had 22 points and four steals in uh, Lelehua's win over Kahuku in the quarterfinals. He's not even their normal leading scorer, so a, a lot of different guys who can get it done for the Mules. And jumping over to the Trojan starting lineup again, coming into this game 11-0 in league play, coached by Garrett Gabriel. Jaden Kipapa leading the way scoring-wise. He's their three-point specialist. He's a senior guard for the Trojans, wearing number zero. Number 10, Creighton Afsanka, the senior forward, joined by LeCedric Brown, a sophomore guard forward combo, wearing number 12. Number 15, Lauvai Pine, pulling down about eight points a game. He's a junior post player. We'll call him a center. And rounding out the starting lineup for Mililani, number 24, Jay Markson, the senior guard. Yeah, good lineup for Mililani, obviously, one that led them to an undefeated uh, league run throughout the regular season. Uh, tonight, four different or five different guys who are going to contribute close to anywhere between 8 to 14 points, and that's exactly what you want if you're Mililani. And looking at our third team tonight, actually our fourth team, we'll count our broadcast team as one, but we got the two teams on the court, and the third team on the court are the officials. Mike Ishikawa, the head ref tonight, 26 years to his credit. Tony Colazzo, 23 years refereeing. And Gabe Jerez, the seven-year official. So another top-notch crew. We saw some great officiating, not only earlier tonight, but last week in the girls' playoffs. And we look forward to much of the same tonight. Imagine being the baby of your crew, having seven years of experience. Yeah, nice mix there for sure. And... Paul, you can already hear the crowd really dialed up for this. I would say it's a capacity crowd with Mililani and Lelihua making the relatively short journey from central Oahu here to right above Pearl Harbor. And, you know, you can feel the ambiance, the atmosphere. It's a Monday night. Monday night football is power, so we have Monday night hoops for you here tonight. Yeah, I had to fill the void with something else. And tell you what, 
we, if it, the first game was any inclination how this second one may go, uh, I don't think our Monday night football folks will miss it all too much. And if you just tuned in, if you missed that first game, it was Campbell over Kailua, 51-49. Leading the way for the Campbell Sabres was Malik Jackson, who scored 14 points and hauled in five rebounds. He was joined by Miza Carrera, pulled in 13 points of his own. And for Kailua, Johnny Philbrick, who normally scores around 20 points a game, was held to 14, while freshman Dylan Coons dropped three three-pointers and scored 11 points. So it was a back-and-forth affair in that one. Campbell hung on late. They were down seven and remained with a three, pardon me, a two-point win to kick out Kailua from this very gymnasium. So, like you said, hoping for some more excitement like that in this one tonight. Uh, while we saw the youth really taking over in game one, this second game, it's going to be the upperclassmen a lot more, at least to start things out. You take a peek at the starting lineups like you mentioned before. For the Mules, all five starters junior class or above for the Trojans. Four of five starters are juniors or above. Three of them are seniors. The lone uh, starter who is not sophomore, LeCedric Brown, uh, he had eight points versus Roosevelt. So we're about ready to tip things off here. Lelehua on your dial or digital device going from right to left. They're going to be wearing black with bright yellow trim tonight. Conversely, for Mililani, white uniforms with their yellow and brown trim. And the referees are just waiting for the go-ahead from the TV crew. And there's the opening whistle. We're about ready to tip things off. Head referee Mike Ishikawa tosses it up, and it's going to be controlled by Mililani. So dribbling with it to start things off is Jay Markson, the senior guard, wearing the high socks and almost throws that pass away. It's collected, though, by Lauvai Pine. Pine back to Markson. Coach Gabriel telling his team to spread the floor a bit. Look for an opening. Faking it now is Jaden Kipapa who drives the lane, now pulls it back out, kicks it to the corner. Roaming around the three-point arc is LeCedric Brown. He passes down low to a triple-teamed Pine who then misses the layup and on the rebound attempt, it's going to be flicked out by Lelehua. So Mililani gets the ball back. And right there, a nice job by the Trojans getting the ball down low, but hey, you don't want to force the shot up there. If you have three guys on you, kick it back out. You're a team who can knock it down from long range. Try and get a guy a wide-open look to start things out. Speaking of wide-open, Creighton Ofsanka was open there, but he passed up a three. Now kicks it out to Pine, who takes a long jumper. That's no good. It's going to be pulled down by Lelehua, and quickly the other way comes a dribbling Pule Atuelevao. So two shots for the Trojans, both of them by Pine, both of them no good. Uh, not the best start for the junior. Zelston Militante with the three-point basket for Lelehua. And right off the bat, Lelehua gets out to a three-point lead. And a nice crowd here making a bunch of noise for us here in the Radford gym. And quickly the other way goes Mililani. It's Lauvai Pine with it. Up and under with the layup and good. 3-2. to two, Lilihua leading. And that's where I want to see Pine do most of his damage. Right down low. Really hard to stop. Such a tall and strong player down low. The center for the Trojans. So back the other way. Lilihua working the three-point arc. Passing it around the horn. Dribbling through his legs is Zelson Militante. Now down low it goes for a post opportunity. It's going to be up and under. That was converted by Shiloh Caminos. And just like that, Lilihua leads this one 5-2 early on. 
Nice patience there by Caminos. Yeah, nice steal by Lelehua. And another quick shot by Militante. 7-2 now, Lelehua leading. Yeah, fast start by the Mules, uh, helped by this press. As once again, the ball is turned over by the Trojans. LeCedric Brown tosses it over the head of number zero, Jaden Kipapa. And that ball actually sailed right to his coach, Garrett Gabriel, who volleyball spiked it into the ground. Very upset with his team early on, but bothered by the full-court press of Lelihua. Yeah, turnover has been really, really tough to come uh, back from. We saw that in the first game. Uh, Going to be something to keep an eye on here as this one progresses. Inbounding the ball is Lelihua. Now Twain Wilson with it up top, driving, guarded by LeCedric Brown. Crossing over, Brown sticking to him like duct tape. Now out it goes to one of the guards for Lelihua. That shot up by Pule Atulevao, no good. Rebounded by Mililani. Yeah, LeCedric Brown, the sophomore, continues to show how tough he is. Uh, doesn't matter how old you are, we saw it in the first game. you got to come out and show out. Brown has done that so far. So Mililani with it now on offense, trying to get some offense going. Down by five, a three-pointer, probably ill-advised, taken in the corner. Kipapa, no good. Rattles back around. Here's Markson with the three, and that one is advised. He drains it and pulls Miglirani to within two. Just under five minutes to play, pardon me, here in the first quarter. And those are the type of jumpers you want to take if you're Mililani. A great job moving the ball around after the offensive rebound, and now a stop on the defensive end coming back. Militante missed that jumper. Markson quickly the other way, coast to coast. Now with the pocket pass to Ofsanka, no good. But Mililani hangs on as that ball slips out of bounds. Uh, it was excellent hustle back by Mililanti. Uh, it does a nice job getting a hand on it, knocking it out of bounds. Gives the Mules an opportunity now to set up the defense. So Mililani inbounding it. It's going to be Markson. And in it comes from Markson to Pina. And Pina with the basket, even in this score at 7. 7 all, 420 and winding. And out up top goes Lelihua, trying to find an answer. Mililani clamping down on defense after allowing seven quick points. Up and under goes Militante, and that one is good. So a left-handed layup in the paint, converted, and Lelihua surges ahead, 9-7. Seven early points for the senior guard. The full court press working for Lelihua, causing a bit of frustration for Mililani so far. However, they break the press. Now Pina back into the corner for Roman Gabriel, who misses a shot, and it's going to go back Lelihua's way. Forcing the action down low. Oh, my. Lelihua's Matias Iwani puts it up, and he is absolutely devoured by Laovai Pina. And that block sends the ball out of bounds. It'll be Lelihua ball when we come back. This is the OIA Boys Basketball D1 Semifinals on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by the Waikiki Beach Walk Hotel. No shortage of action here in the early goings as Mililani trailing Lelihua 9-7. And... A nice pace to this one. Some turnovers, but nice to see both teams really pressing the pace here in this OIA D1 semifinal. Yeah, it goes back to the phrase that I've used a few times on air. You want to be quick, but do not hurry. It's a famous phrase from Coach Wooden. Uh, 
he knew a little bit about basketball, I would say. So bringing it in for Lelihua, it's Twain Wilson. Kicking it out to Zelston Militante down low now. And before the shot, it's going to be a traveling violation as Matias Iwane walked a bit. And that'll be Mililani Ball out of bounds. Yeah, nice job by Iwane throwing up the ball fake. But unfortunately, after that, you got to toss down one power dribble or something so your feet don't come out from under you like they did just there. 3.25 and winding here in the first quarter. Mililani trailing by two. Markson driving. Kicks it down to Timothy Dorn. Up with the right hand off the back iron and good. So nice job there with the post player, the freshman in the middle, making that shot to tie things up at nine. I was just about to say, the big fella, the young fella, doing a nice job finishing down low, tying this one up here in the first quarter. Shiloh Caminos with it for Lelihua. Now over to Militante. Driving against three players, now kicks it to a streaking Ioane who blows the layup. And Mililani will have it going back on offense, looking for a lead. Trojans have do, done a nice job forcing Lelehua to take some crazy shots around the rim. Uh, nothing easy going to the basket, and that's why they haven't been able to finish as well as they probably would have liked. Markson's entry pass was tipped out of bounds, so they'll Hanahoe it out of bounds. And almost stolen away is... The entry pass, but corralled by Mililani. Jaden Kipapa with it. Now the crossover dribble trying to shake Twain Wilson, and he does shake him to the point where Wilson fouls Kipapa. So nice job there with our first foul of the evening, nearly six minutes into this first quarter. Yeah, some good defense so far that we've seen. And even right there, Wilson get, gets caught with his hand in the cookie jar just quick, doing a nice job. Slide, slide, slide the feet, and then all of a sudden just taps an official all over it. So Markson with it, trying to avoid the triple team. Pulls it out a bit just above the arc. Tosses it over to Dorn. Dorn hands it off to Ofsanka. The no-look pass in the corner for LeCedric Brown. Now back to Ofsanka. Drives the lane. Nice crisscross step, but no good on the layup. And this ball's tipped out of bounds. It'll be Lilihua ball. A nice job. Nice drive there by, Bo, or by Ofsanka. Uh, couldn't quite get enough uh, English, I'll call it, off the glass to get it to go. But like you said, doing a nice job weaving his way through the Mules' defense. And Mililani on the other end. They're going old school with their computer paper printed defenses. This one is Michigan, which is basically a 2-3 zone as Mililani guarding Lelihua tough and it forces a three-point shot by Zelston Militante. No good, rebounded by Mililani. Driving it is Markson. Trying to find an opening. And let's see what this call is. It's going to be Michigan on offense too, so... Whatever worked on defense, they're going to try to replicate it. Are the Trojans tied at nine with Lelihua? Minute 20 to go. You hear the crowd imploring the Mules' defense. And we're actually going to get, is it a timeout? It's going to be a timeout for Mililani. And Coach Garrett Gabriel is definitely not happy with Markson, who's running the point. We're going to keep it here, a 30-second timeout on the floor. And I think the way Markson was kind of taking his time dribbling is not the type of offense that Coach Garrett Gabriel wanted at that moment. Uh, you said it, Coach Gabriel, not pleased at all. And I mean at all with the senior guard as he came over, giving him an earful. Uh, whatever he's upset with, I'm sure the guard now knows what he's supposed to do. Uh, 
good thing for the Trojans here. They keep possession, 117 left here in the first quarter, and uh, you have an opportunity to drain a little bit more clock if you'd like, uh, or a lot of bit of clock and get one shot here, uh, as we've mentioned a few times on these broadcasts. No shot clock here in Hawaii. Hawaii Sports and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network is made possible in part by the new Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel, Oahu's best value, located near Kalakaua on Beachwalk. So coming out of that timeout by Mililani, a little bit of perspiration being mopped up by Lelehua coach Chad Townsend, and after that vigorous court mopping, he's a little exhausted, and he actually hands the towel to his assistant. Well, when you have uh, six assistants... You can use one or two of them to help uh, clean up the floor as well. Mililani looking to clean things up on offense here. Tied at nine with Lilihua. Minutes to go in the first quarter. Exciting game so far. Roman Gabriel with it. Now passes off to Jaden Kipapa. Back to the point guard, Jay Markson. Gets a screen from Timothy Dorn. And then he's going to be fouled. I think they're going to get the 6'6 sophomore uh, Mutsi here on the foul. Just couldn't get his feet moving quick enough. Kind of tough on a mismatch switch between a guard and a big fella. That's only two team fouls on Lilihua. Mililani no fouls yet. As with the score tied at nine, the Trojans seem to be okay. Ooh, stalling a bit. And wow, the dribbler there was LeCedric Brown who gets bailed out. He slipped. But instead, a foul will be called on Lilihua. And while he did slip, I do think, unfortunately, there was the arm bar up against him, forcing him to lose his balance just a little bit. If you're Lilihua, you don't like to call, but you also have to understand a little bit there. Uh, it's a call that the official is going to make most times when a guy goes to the ground. So checking in for Twain Wilson is Lamont Mitchell for the first time tonight, wearing some very easy-to-see pink and green contrasting shoes oh and thrown away is the pass by Markson and it's going to be called an over and back as it goes past the timeline and that'll give Lilihua the ball with 34.3 seconds left in this first quarter potentially the option to go ahead to end this first period yeah another turnover for Mililani here and early on when the mules were taken over uh, that was what they used to their advantage as they kind of got out in transition, got the easy baskets, whether it was at the rim or out for three. So up top with the dribble is Lilihua. Looks like Militante up there. He looks for the screen, draws it out a bit. That was Muti, and then drives the lane. His shot is no good, but he'll be fouled, and Militante will shoot two free throws. Yeah, they're going to get Kipapa on the foul there, and a really nice job by Militante, or Tante, to take his time, attack the wing, and then take a good angle to the rim. That way he can go up strong. And that when the officials see you go strong to the rim, a lot of times they're going to reward you with the foul call uh, if it's a 50-50. And that first free throw is no good by Militante, so we're still tied at 9. 16.7 seconds left to go. Militante looking for a 50-50 uh, trip to the line here. The second free throws up, and that one rims out as well. So Mililani ends up okay out of that foul possession. Up it goes to Markson, now running the lane, but his pass is too strong. He tried to find Dorn, but it skipped out of bounds. Lilihu ball, 10.7 to go. And you said it, the pass just too strong. He tried to put too much mustard on it right next to Dorn. Uh, all he's got to do is kind of give a nice little 
touch pass to him, and it's a layup. Oh, and the young player who just checked in, that was Lamont Mitchell, the junior, forgot how much time there was and let the quarter clock expire, and he gets a mouthful, an earful, from Chad Townsend. Yeah, some true frustration from the coaching staff of Lelehua as uh, an opportunity wasted by the, uh, we'll call them, away team here tonight and the first quarter tied 9-9. A lot of fun so far. Mililani and Lelehua nodded at 9 at the end of the first frame. We'll be back with more. This is the OA Boys Basketball D1 Semifinals on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Welcome back to Radford High School. Before we get back to live action, let's pause 10 seconds for a station identification. You're listening to the OIA Boys Basketball D1 Semifinals on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Your home for USC Trojans football, KGUAM, K236CR, Honolulu, is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here with you live and right out of the quarter break. It's a quick layup up and good by Ui Muti to give Lelihua the lead 11-9. No pause in the action here as these two teams battling it out and right back at it for Mililani is Lauvai Pine who puts up his layup to tie things at 11. So here we go, seesaw action yet again. We saw it in tonight's first game, and here we are witnessing it in tonight's second semifinal. And that's what you want to see once you get to the semifinals. Uh, you got the four best teams in OIA Division I going at it, and that's what it seemed like so far tonight as uh, Lelehua turned the ball over. It was Arturo Leval's pass who was stolen away. Up and under the layup is good by Mililani, and quickly the Trojans surge ahead, 13-11. Back for Militante, Lelihua, the three-point shot for the Mules is no good, and rebound goes to Markson. Well, Militante been the main uh, scorer so far for the Mules tonight, had seven points in the opening quarter. So Kipapa with it up top now, guarded by two Lelihua Mules, trying to get a screen from Pine. Now kicks it out to Markson in the corner. Dribble drive down the baseline. Spin move. His shot is up and no good. It was blocked by Muti and quickly the other way. A pass by Militante stolen away though. Tipped away by the Mililani hand of Kipapa and grabbed by Markson. Who now controls it on offense for Mililani. And we'll have a foul call down low. It's going to go against the recently checked in Willie Cooper for Lelehua. And you can hear Coach Garrett Gabriel from Mililani screaming at his team, telling them to get into their offensive set because Lelihua's defense is so stingy, they can't waste any time. Now you mentioned it. Lelihua is doing an excellent job picking up the ball before it even gets over half court, which makes it difficult for the Trojans to get into their offense. So the ball comes in to Mililani's Creighton Sanka. Now into the wing it goes to Kipapa. Jacks a three, no good. Rebounded by Afsanka, dribbles it out, finds Pine who dribbles the lane, kicks it out to Markson. He now dribble drives, kicks it out into the corner, as he stepped by Kipapa, now flicks it out to Afsanka, misses the three, but he's fouled and will shoot three free throws. Yeah, and Mitchell cannot believe the call. He looks over to the bench immediately, and Coach Chad Townsend uh, shakes his head, immediately sends a sub to the table, and uh, I, I've got to guess who this might be for. Yeah, Lamont Mitchell was surprised that he got called, but his, his own head coach is basically saying, 
you can't challenge that play that closely and run into the guy because no matter what, that foul is going to be called. And most coaches, when you have a foul called on you, uh, they'll probably end up saying something like that along the lines of you can't put yourself in that position because as much as we do have our affinity for officials on this broadcast, uh, they're going to make calls that are wrong every once in a while, and you have to, have to, have to not put yourself in an opportunity for them to make those calls. And Osanka drains all three free throws and gives Mililani its biggest lead of this game, 16-11, 5.45 to go in the first half. We'll see if Lelihua can answer. It's Militante dribbling up top, kicks it on the handoff to Josh Simbre. Up top to Atulival. Crossover dribble now handed off to Simbre again. Lelihua content to work around the perimeter. Kipapa playing a nice man-to-man defense on Militante. Almost steals it away. Militante crossover dribble, gets a screen. Simbre with it. In it goes to Muti. Muti up with a layup, no good. And it's deflected and grabbed by Pine. And Mililani has continued doing a phenomenal job on the defensive glass thus far throughout the first half. Incredibly important against an athletic and strong team like Lelehua. Pine whips it out to Marks and fakes a three, fakes a couple of threes. Now passes it cross court to his fellow senior guard, Jaden Kipapa, who jacks a three. No good. And on the rebound, it's going to be Lelehua ball. However, it's going to pinball out of bounds after what could have been called a foul, but wasn't. Yeah, a lot of contact being let go by the officials on loose balls. And Kyle, I'll tell you, I really like that. The officials are allowing these guys to get into a rhythm so far tonight. Not allowing it to get crazy physical, but allowing these guys to play basketball. Basketball is, however, er, is a contact sport. 4.35 to go here in the first half. Mililani leading Lelihua 16-11. Their largest lead of the game so far. Pule Atulevao with it. And his pass is deflected and stolen away. So Kipapa against two players. A one-on-two drive. His layup is no good. And it's going to be rebounded the other way by Josh Simbre. Kipapa just can't really get anything going thus far in the first half for Mililani as he's still scoreless. And the energy shown by both teams, including the Lelihua head coach, Chad Townsend is off the charts here at Radford High School. You can hear the fans getting into it. Everybody has really ratcheted things up for this game. Absolutely, and as they should, this game's important. This, uh, the teams know it. The fans know it. Seems like the broadcasts might even know it. And Lelihua calling out their Zoom offense, and it leads to motion for a long two-pointer by Atulevao. No good, but on the loose ball, it's going to be a foul on Mililani. It'll go on Jaden Kipapa on the reach in. So it remains with Lilihua. The Mules have only scored two points this quarter. Yeah, that's the second foul, though, on Kipapa. The uh, main point of attack defender thus far on Militanzi. So Mules down by five, under four minutes to go here in the half. Militante driving, looking for an opening, finally finds one with Willie Cooper. Now driving is Atulevao, puts up a jumper, no good. And on the rebound, Markson is whacked by Cooper. So it'll be Mililani ball when we come back. Trojans leading Lilihua 16-11 early in this D1 semifinal matchup here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Meet Chaka, Hawaii's first digital bank account from Central Pacific Bank. Made for the way we work, the way we play, 
the way we live. Shaka is 100% online and takes the stress out of banking. Want to open an account right from your phone and start using mobile deposit or bill pay? With Shaka, it's easy. Online is way better than inline. Shaka, created for Hawaii by Central Pacific Bank. Member FDIC. Back to more of the OIA Featured Game of the Week on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Back here live at Jim Allegri Gymnasium on the campus of Radford High School. Kyle Galder and Paul Brecht were at the four-minute and under media timeout, and it was a nice break for both teams because it's been a back-and-forth matchup with lately Mililani's tough interior defense paying off to the tune of a five-point Trojans lead. Once again, nail right on the head. Mililani's interior defense forcing the Mules to try and go outside. The Mules not finding much success outside the arc, both passing the ball and shooting it. So Markson with it, the point guard for Mililani. And it goes to the sophomore, the Cedric Brown, almost stolen away. A good job there by freshman Timothy Dorn chasing down the loose ball. Now under the basket goes Markson, kicks it all the way out to Kipapa. Jackson misses a three, but there's Dorn, the lanky post player, with the rebound. Out to Markson for three, no good. And there's Dorn again with the offensive board. Dorn making his impact felt as he gets the ball here out on the three-point arc and puts that one up. He got a little bit excited, I think. So that's three three-point attempts by Mililani, but none converted, and then Mililani fouls Lilihua on the rebound. So the good news for Mililani is they took a minute off the clock, and the other piece of good news is they still lead by five. Now they just need to continue that tenacious defense with Lilihua ball. Absolutely, and uh, tell you what, if Dorn continues to show that type of effort on the offensive class as well, it's going to be a tough night for the rest of the way for the Mules. And it goes to Shiloh Caminos out to Twain Wilson. Takes a long two, no good. Lilihua, a long scoring drought dating back to the start of the second quarter. It's been about five minutes and change since the Mules last scored. Lililani leading this one 16-11, 2.30 to go in the first half. Jaden Kipapa with it. Takes a long jumper from the free throw line, no good. Dorn was fighting for it, and it's actually going to be tipped off of Lilihua. So good job by the freshman, working very hard down low, getting essentially the ball back for his squad. You don't earn playoff minutes as a freshman if you don't do something well, and Dorn rebounds exceptionally well, especially on the offensive glass. So the inbounds pass goes around to Afsanka. A no-look pass to Dorn. He's going to be blocked, though. That was a nice job on defense. That looked like it was Caminos on the block. Now ahead it goes with Militante dribbling into the corner. Atau Vulel now out to the streaking Twain Wilson who takes a long jumper. That one's going to be for three, and that narrows the deficit to 16-14. Now Wilson needed that bucket, had not gotten anything going before then. His first points of the game after scoring 22 against Kahuka. And just like that, back the other way goes Cedric Brown driving the lane, up and under with the red-handed layup and good pushing Mililani ahead, 18-14. And the sophomore, known more throughout this game for his defensive and rebounding presence, he gets on the book for the first time. And it's going to be a nice Euro-step dribble drive. And no good, though, by Militante, followed by a loose ball foul going against Lilihua. So a good job there on defense by the Trojans. 
They've only allowed five points this quarter and have surged out to a four-point lead with a minute and a half to play here in this first half. You mentioned it, the Trojans continuing to play phenomenal defense coming into this one throughout league play, allowing opponents just 40 points per game. Uh, real stingy defense by the Trojans and by Coach Gabriel's squad. So the seventh team foul on Lilihuo will now force Marks into the line, shooting one and one. Puts up the first shot and no good. So the rebound, however, is almost picked up by Milani. Goes back the other way to Lilihuo, though. Running the floor is Militante, and he throws it away, picked off by Afsanka. Back to Marks, and it goes one on two. Pardon me, two on one. Marks it takes it himself, though, and he's going to be called. Okay, I thought it was an offensive foul. He's actually going to be rewarded with two free throws following the blocking call on Lelehua, Shiloh Caminos. And I think that's the call, as unfortunate as it is if you are Caminos. You think you get there just early enough, but from where I was, or where I'm sitting, it looks like he was still moving just a little bit back. you got to stay completely firm and ready to take that contact once the uh, offensive player goes up uh, and has that momentum going towards the basket. Till then, you can try and beat him to the spot, and I think that's exactly what Caminos was trying to do. So Markson will shoot two here. He missed the first end of a one-and-one, one, one possession ago. Now he has two shots. First one up, no good again. Markson rushing it a bit. The senior guard seems to be a bit fatigued, and it's hard to blame him after running the offense for the whole game without any time on the bench. We'll see if Markson can bounce back here. Mililani up 18-14, second free throw is good. So now a five-point lead for the Trojans and a minute 15 to go here in the first half. You said it. Uh, he, uh, he needed a break. Coach Gabriel heard you immediately to the bench after making that free throw goes. Marks and a well-deserved break for the senior guard with just over a minute remaining in this opening half. So Militanti with it over to Twain Wilson. Trying to find an opening in this pressure Mililani defense. Into the corner, now back to Wilson. It goes, he takes another long jumper and makes that one. So shots that you might say are ill-advised, Lilihu has been making as of late, and now trail by just three. A long pass off Sanka. He drives the baseline up and under with the right hand and good, and up by five surges Mililani. As an incredibly strong take by Osanka there to get all the way to the rim, finish strong, and uh, open up the five-point lead once again. Oh, and a foul call there against Jaden Kipapa, and he has to be held back by his teammate. He's protesting that call, and that's his third foul already, so Jaden Kipapa will be subbed out for Markson, so so much for a break. He gets about 30 second, uh, seconds of game time on the bench and comes back in to replace his teammate. And I was actually curious just before that foul was called if Coach Gabriel would get Kipapa out of the game. The defender uh, or the main defender on Militante early on in this one. Uh, he's been aggressive defensively. Uh, unfortunately for him, a little too aggressive now as he picks up his third and is sent to the bench for the rest of this half. So with 20.8 to go here in the first frame, pardon me, first half, second frame, Lilihua ball trying to get something going down five. A long pass is tipped away and stolen by Markson. Here he goes, one-on-one, -on -one, up and under with the left-handed layup. The shot is no good, but the foul will send him to the line. Coach Townsend not happy with that call and also not happy with the pass that led to the long 
drive and layup opportunity. Well, we saw one coach upset with a player getting a third foul. We just saw another coach upset with his player picking up the third foul as Twain Wilson, uh, who finally started to get it going, picks up his third of the half. He's going to go to the bench, and uh, that's a big blow as he's a creative shot maker for this Mules team. So Lamont Mitchell replaces Wilson. And Markson, after making the first free throw, puts up the second. That one is off the back iron two times and in. So Midlani hitting everything right now, 23-16, under 10 to go in the first half. Dribbling is Militante, takes a long jumper, nothing but air. Midlani rebounds it, no shot attempt before the end of the third quarter. Pardon me, the second quarter as we lead into the third quarter with Midlani up 23-16. to a lot of action so far, and we'll be back to wrap that half up and get you ready for second half action. Right now, it's Mililani leading Lelehua 23-16. This is OIA Boys Basketball, the D1 semifinals on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Retreat to the heart of Waikiki at the Waikiki Malia by Outrigger. Enhanced amenities like smart TVs, high-speed internet, and more make it the perfect place to start and end your day of exciting sights, activities, and adventures. Plus, enjoy Rivals Sports Lounge, slice of Waikiki pizza, and IHOP on property. With numerous shopping options and easy access to the sandy shores of Waikiki Beach, the Waikiki Malia by Outrigger is truly a home base for your stay in paradise. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by the Waikiki Beach Walk Hotel. Back at halftime at Radford High School, Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht with you. And a nice start to the first half by Mililani. They fell behind a bit in the first quarter, then slowly, methodically built the lead and now expanded that advantage to seven over Lelehua and have done so thanks to a balanced attack provided by Creighton of Sanka. Seven points for him, including three made free throws. And then Jay Markson, the point guard, six points as well as Laovai Pine, six points from him as well. So a relatively balanced attack for Mililani countering the tough defense of Lelehua. Yeah, it's been a good uh, showing so far by Mililani. Uh, you mentioned it there. They had to fight back a little bit early on, but a lot of times once they get to the playoffs, teams will show you who they are as games go on, and that's exactly what the Trojans have done today as they turned up the defensive intensity there in that second quarter. Going into that second quarter, they had only forced one turnover. Going into halftime, they've now forced six. All five of those turnovers, steals. Now, remember what we talked about that in the uh, first game tonight. I consider those steals and turnovers, those are live ball turnovers, which oftentimes they contribute to really good opportunities, scoring opportunities, and that's what you saw Mililani take advantage of there throughout that second quarter. Speaking of scoring, Zelston Militante with seven points to lead Lelihua, along with Twain Wilson, who scored five. But something to keep an eye on, left the first half late with three personal fouls. When we come back, we'll continue our halftime analysis and get you ready for a second half action. It's Mililani 23, Lilihua 16 here in our second semifinal matchup. This is OIA Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Back here at Radford High School, we're at the halftime break. Mililani with a 23-16 lead over Lelihua. 
And I want to go back to something we did during the halftime break of our first game tonight, and that was a 51-49 win by Campbell over Kailua. And that was just to send a warm aloha, thoughts and prayers to the family of Jim Leahy, who passed away early this morning. He was an icon for University of Hawaii Sports, both on TV and radio, and gave a bunch of us who are in this industry a lot of momentum, a lot of positive feedback and mentorship that we're all grateful for. And I think, you know, Paul, you've been here a little while in Hawaii, but you know how impactful Jim Leahy was for the broadcast industry here and how we're grateful to him as broadcasters now up and coming, getting into this realm for everything he did, especially putting Hawaii sports on the map. Absolutely. Anytime you lose a legendary broadcaster, which is exactly what Mr. Leahy was, uh, or is, I should say. His uh, legacy lives on uh, today through his family and uh, through other broadcasters throughout Hawaii. Uh, but uh, like you said, it, it is a heartbreaking thing to, to lose such an icon, but it, it really was such a blessing for everyone to get to spend time together with him, uh, and I'm sure that he enjoyed the time just as much as everyone else. So our thoughts and prayers go out, go out to the Lehi Ohana, including his son Kanoa, who we work closely with at Spectrum Sports. So again, mahalo to Jim Leahy for everything you've done for us and for the entire Hawaii sports world. We'll be back in just a moment with second half action. It's Mililani over Lelehua, 23-16 at halftime. This is the OIA Boys Basketball D1 Semis on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back to more of the OIA Featured Game of the Week on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Back here from our courtside broadcast position, Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht getting you ready for a second half action. It was exciting so far, Paul, with Mililani edging Lelihua just a bit, 23-16, thanks in part to their strong defense leading to transition offense. But what does Lelihua have to do to get back in this ballgame? Uh, well, they have to get back to what they were doing in the first quarter, especially early on, and that's having controlled attacks in transition. And part of that... You get the rebounds on defense, you force turnovers, and you don't allow Mililani to get out in transition off of your turnovers like they did in that second quarter. And you made a good point about analyzing the live ball turnovers compared to dead ball turnovers, where by doing the live ball errors, you essentially give the opposition time to run, whereas at least dead ball turnovers, usually there's a pause in the action. So we'll see if Lilihua can limit those miscues as Mililani with the seven-point lead, eight minutes on the clock. Mililani now going right to left on your radio or digital streaming device. Markson with it, down to Pine. Up top to Kipapa, who just checked in after getting his third foul late in the first half. He jacks a three, no good. And back the other way goes Lilihua. And Kipapa, the leading scorer during league play for this Mililani team, still scoreless through a half of play. And nice job there by Mililani causing the jump ball. The possession arrow will stay with Lelihua, meaning the arrow will now kick back to Mililani for the next such possession. As bringing it in will be Zelston Militante for Lelihua. He had seven points to lead the way for the Mules in the first half. Militante with it up top now after the handoff. And he hands it right back to Josh Simbre. Simbre over to Caminos. Now over to Iwane up top. Driving is Militante. Kicks it out again. Working the perimeter nicely is Lelihua. Up is Simbre. And his shot 
is blocked. However, a foul will be called. Simbre will shoot two. Yeah, they're going to get the youngster, LeCedric Brown, on the foul. Brown did a nice job sliding with him initially, had it all the way, but it's the motion, I've mentioned it a few times before, that gets called by the officials oftentimes, as uh, he made no effort to not make it look like he was winding up for a volleyball spike. So Josh Simbray nails his first free throw. 23-17 now the advantage, and the second free throw makes it 23-18 in favor of Milani. Big free throws right there, and we saw in game one, free throws can be exceptionally big down the stretch. Oh, a near steal on the full court press. However, Mililani breaks it, and then a blocking foul called against Lelihua. That was Simbre with the contact. So a good job by Mililani of realizing that, going right after the post player and drawing the foul. Yeah, really nice job going in and driving the lane, going up strong, and... Uh, uh, a little bit lucky, I think, to not get an offensive foul there. It looked like uh, he had dropped his shoulder. So here's Pine on the entry pass, but before his backside layup can go up, he's going to travel with it. And Pine with an obvious limp now. We'll see if he'll stay in this game, and we'll get some more information for you when we can. That sports injury update is made possible in part by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. Back to live action now. Lelihua with it on offense. 6.45 to play in the third. Mules trailing by five. Mililani won the meeting between these two teams in the regular season by nine. So Lelihua, when you look at it that way, is actually doing better now, down by just five. Oh, and that was a slow developing play. Simbre lost his balance, but fell right into the lap of LeCedric Brown, who basically said, what am I going to do, and gets called for the blocking foul. And unfortunately for Brown, uh, it's almost the opposite of what I said there in the first half. The guy riding him with an armbar, that time Brown's just sliding with him to kind of get the feet tangled up and an unfortunate foul call for the sophomore. That's one of those times where if LeCedric Brown could have kept his feet he could have pulled the old chair from out of Simbre as Simbre was kind of falling into him, just kind of moved to the side and let him go. But to your point, Simbre had that arm pressed into him, so no dice there. Lilihua ball out of bounds. In it goes to the post that's going to be gathered by Mateus Iwane. Almost throws it away, but Simbre grabs it, hands it back off to Militante. Down the middle is a streaking Silo Caminos who goes up with the right-handed layup and good. Lilihua trails now by just three. And a beautiful finish there by Cominos going right to the rim, finishing it with a beautiful finger roll over the iron. Jay Markson dribbling up top, kicks it over to Pine. Pine calling for a screen, doesn't get one, kicks it back out to Kipapa. Kipapa drives, now kicks it into the elbow area for LeCedric Brown, who drains a three. And what can Brown do for you? Pick up a three-pack right there, and quickly the other way goes Lilihua because Mililani was too busy celebrating their three. They didn't get back in transition. And that's what drives coaches nuts when you celebrate a basket after. you got to get back and play defense first. Plenty of time to celebrate after. And right back the other way goes Kipapa with the three of his own. No good. It's going to be rebounded by Lilihua, and fouled is Militante on the layup. It's Pine with the contact. And just like that, that's now three quick team fouls against Mililani. Yeah, almost back-to-back-to-back to back to back for the Trojans. Unfortunate. And Pine frustrated with that one, especially with the foul happening about 90 feet away from the basket. Those are one of the worst ones you can pick up, especially when you're a big fella. So Mililani, even after the turnover, still leading 26-22. 
5.26 to go here in the third quarter. A nice break in the action, at least for the people on the court, because of some perspiration on this very humid evening. It's 82.9 degrees here in the Jim Allegri Gymnasium, which is actually 10 or 12 degrees warmer than it is outside. So I think some of these players and even the fans at this capacity crowd are looking forward to heading outside for some fresh air later. I think you're spot on there. I was thinking how I'm starting to perspire just sitting here. I can hardly imagine someone like uh, Jaden Kipapa who is just sliding all over the place to try and keep up with Zelston Militante. Speaking of Militante, he passed it off. It made its way to Simbre. And Simbre, as he's done all game, forces the action. No shot, but he's going to be fouled and will shoot two free throws. Real nice take there, uh, squeezing his body through the air, through two or three defenders uh, from the Trojans. Gets rewarded for his effort, and uh, his first trip to the line, he went two for two. We'll see if he can uh, duplicate that trip right now. So uh, first free throws up and no good by Simbre off the left iron, rattles out. Lillehua still trailing by four, 5-11 to go here in the third. Lillehua repositioning its players, trying to get a second chance opportunity. Second free throw up, and that one rims out as well. So an empty possession for Lillehua. Mililani still leading by four. Kipapa with it now, taking over the primary ball handling duties with Jay Markson on the bench. Kipapa now driving left, shoots up with his right hand, and good, nothing but net. And that shot by Kipapa was spot on. I think he's a little jacked up after that late foul call in the second frame. Yeah, probably, and he finally gets on the board, the leading scorer in league play for the Trojans, and he's juiced up now. And for Lillehua, Zelson Militante with a ill-advised layup. That shot was blocked and no foul called, so back to the way for Mililani is Jaden Kipapa, whose hands were extra slippery from perspiration, and he threw that ball out of bounds. He just couldn't get a handle on it, even after trying to wipe his hands on his jersey. And that's what he's trying to explain to his team and coaching staff right now is he cannot get the ball uh, or, or a handle on the ball because his hand is so wet. And we have a timeout on the court. We'll step away and take one as well. Mililani 28, Lelihua 22. This is OIA Boys Basketball, the semifinal round here on the o pardon me, the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by the Waikiki Beach Walk Hotel. Back here live at Jim Allegri Gymnasium on the campus of Radford High School. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht with you, along with Kule Agbayani roaming the sidelines, getting some pictures for our social media. Be sure to follow her and all of us at Hawaii Sports Radio Network for updates, programming, and more. Back to live action now. Lelehua trailing 28-22. Mililani with the lead. A short jumper taken by Twain Wilson. No good. Rebounded by Mililani, but stolen away by Militante. And then his shot is no good. Rebound the other way to LeCedric Brown. Right there, a nice job the second time by LeCedric Brown looking around him instead of just trying to streak down the court with his dribble uh, as a couple of Mules defenders were looking to tap the ball away from behind. Nearly stolen away by Lelihua, but a forced shot taken instead by Roman Gabriel. It's going to go the other way to Lelihua on the rebound. Another quick shot 
by Twain Wilson, and Wilson has been spot on tonight, now cutting the deficit to 28-24. And then, oh, a near steal, but it's actually going to be a foul called with the contact caused by Militante. Yeah, unlucky there for the Mules, but once again, you can see the momentum shifting. We've seen it in the first game tonight between uh, Campbell, <laughs> pardon me, between Kailua and Campbell, and now we're seeing it once again. The momentum just at all times, it almost feels like it shifts when you get to that four-minute mark. Speaking of that, we're at 320 and winding here in the third. Melulani's still up, 28-24. Melulani trying to hang in there, playing tight defense, but a wide open to Cedric Brown squeaks through the zone defense and gets an uncontested left-handed layup, pushing that lead back to six. 30 to 24. Great unselfish pass by Osanka as well to find a beautifully cutting Brown for that bucket. Kind of resettles the Trojans here with under three to go in the third. So Twain Wilson handling the ball for Lelihua, now calling for help, hands it off to Militante. He's guarded by LeCedric Brown. Skips around the defense and misses the layup though. However, on the other streaking drive by Markson, that pass is stolen away, and the layup following that steal is put up and in by Matias Iwane. So just like that, Lelihua cuts the deficit back to four. Yeah, the pressure in the backcourt doing a real nice job right now for the Mules as we see it once again, another steal. And that steal on Markson by Wilson, no good, but after the rebound from his layup, it's going to be grabbed by Wilson and tipped out of bounds by Markson. And so the, these two guards are just going at it tonight. Absolutely. The Lelehua coaching staff is irate, though, as Twain Wilson on that fast break layup went all the way to the rim, and the coaching staff felt he got hit, and uh, no call, obviously, by the officials. Instead, just out of bounds off of Mililani. We're going to get a quick 30-second timeout taken by Mililani. We'll keep it here, though, and it's a good opportunity to remind you. We mentioned the social media. You can check that, but be sure to tune in on Saturday as the Motivate Foundation Girls State Soccer State Championships are going to be right here on air, brought to you by the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Alan Mia and Kuule Agbayani will have the call here on 95.1 FM and AM 760, as well as HawaiiSportsRadio.com. We're proud to be the first ever broad to ever broadcast local high school soccer on the radio. It's going to be pretty cool, uh, especially because we have two of our best who will be there uh, doing it. Some people who really know uh, not just the uh, layout, but the sport as well. They do know how to kick it. <laughs> Mililani and Lelihu are kicking it here on a Monday night. 2-11 to go in this third quarter. Mililani with a 30-26 lead. And after the steal, Lelihu with it. Zelsin Militante taking his time, now running the motion, sending everybody in a clockwise circle on their offensive side of the court. Now reverses course, hounded by LeCedric Brown, pulls it out to the timeline, and a timeout by Lilihua. They want to talk things over, and Coach Chad Townsend is beside himself, wondering why his players aren't executing the offense. Just so much frustration over the past couple of minutes from Lilihua, and honestly, for good reason. One, a missed call that result would have resulted in a couple of points, uh, potentially, for the Mules. And now some self-inflicted errors, you know, not running what coach wants. And when you're down, especially in Hawaii with no shot clock, you can't just waste time, even if it's just the third quarter. 
You mentioned Lelua down 30 to 26, no shot clock. So if we get to time in the fourth quarter where it's running down to crunch time, teams can't use that as a defensive aid. You basically have to be within a bucket and you have to be ready to cause the other team to shoot free throws. Otherwise, the team with the lead can essentially just run out the clock. So back to live action following the timeout, 150 and winding here in the third, 30 to 26. Lelihua trailing with the ball. Twain Wilson trying to drive the lane now, kicks it out to Militante. He drives, kicks it to the corner for a wide open Pule Atulevao. He misses, and it's going to be rebounded Milani's way. Quickly racing are the Trojans. Kipapa with a wild right-handed shot. No good. Rebounded, though, by Afsanka. Afsanka goes up with the right. No good. He rims out, and that's going to be rebounded by Lelihua. And finally, after the loose ball, it's going to be corralled by the Mules, who have a two-on-one opportunity, and Lelihua slows things down. Kipapa got away with a the foul there. I'm surprised no call was made. That would have been his fourth. I nail on the head once again, Kyle. I thought the same thing. Got away with a lot of hand-checking in the middle. And a strong post play. That was by Mat Matias Ioane. No foul again. The referee swallowing the whistle with a minute left here in the third. And I just want to po point out Asanka's rebounding throughout tonight. He has been phenomenal both on the offensive and defensive glass. Wayne Wilson with another steal, racing the other way, up and under, passes to Papa. The layup is good, and Lelehua trails by just two. Wilson up to nine points now as Lelehua continues to put on this scoring run. And Kipapa kind of gives Lelehua the shush as he drains that jumper from the free throw line. I thought he rushed it, but he knew what he was doing. He was confident, made that shot, and put the Milano Trojans back up by four. Yeah, shooters shoot, and that's exactly what Kipapa is, even uh, though he has had himself a rough shooting ha or game so far. So around the horn it goes to Atulevao. He dribbles right, hands it off to Militante. Five, four seconds, now a three-pointer off the front rim, no good. It's going to be rebounded by Mililani, and that will end the third quarter with the Trojans leading 32-28. to 28. And wow, we can finally take a little bit of a breather. Ah, you said it. Just back and forth we go over and over, up and down the court as fast as uh, both of these teams can. It seems it's been a track race, a track meet, whatever you want to call the running event, uh, anything but basketball, except it's been pretty good basketball too. Don't go away because uh, we got eight minutes left, Kyle. We'll be back with the home stretch again. Mililani leading Lelehua 32-28. to This is the OA Boys Basketball D1 Semifinals on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Back here live, and you can hear the crowd really getting into it, both the Lelihua and Mililani contingent doing a cheer-off, so to say, getting the volume turned up, and we're in fourth quarter action now, eight minutes and winding on the clock. Mililani with a four-point lead, 32-28. And a steal by Lelihua right off the bat. It's Atule Vau with it. He puts a layup up, no good, but gets his own rebound. And then it's stolen away by Markson. So running the court now is the point guard. Dishes off to Kayton Afsanka. He puts up the left-handed layup and good. And what would have been a two-point lead for Milani off the turnover surges to six. Fantastic all around by the Trojans. A beautiful feed by Markson. And then a nice finish with two hands down low by uh, Asanka. So back for Lilihua trying to get something going here in the fourth quarter. 
Almost stolen away, Militante's pass, but he hangs on. Tosses it over to Caminos. Now swings it over to Atulivao. Into Twain's hands, Twain leading the way with nine points. Swings it over to Militante again, trying to find an opening. Tough zone defense by Mililani. Now Markson jumps out to guard the ball carrier. And another timeout taken by Lelehua. Coach Townsend realizing his team just has no answer for this zone defense and also doesn't want his team to fall behind by more than six. Yeah, a couple of things going into that timeout. You, as you mentioned, you don't want to fall behind more than six because uh, while we mentioned before, you want it to be one possession. Two possession games are doable. Once it gets into three possession, now you're entering the danger territory. So instead, uh, Coach Townsend calls timeout, brings his guys in, says, hey, let's take a breath, let's get a good shot, let's get a basket, and let's play some defense and try and win this game. And you hear the fans trying to get their team going. Trailing here 34-28. Coach Townsend drawing something up on his dry erase board there. Oh. And then uh, here, if you're Mililani, the two quarters that you've struggled the most in are the ones that you've turned the ball over the most in. We saw them turn the ball over to start this final eight minutes here, but since then, doing a nice job taking care of the ball, coming up with a couple of takeaways of their own, and uh, whoever wins the takeaway battle here, I got a good feeling uh, may end up winning this one and joining Campbell in the championship game on Wednesday. So inbounding the ball for Lilihua out of the timeout will be Shiloh Caminos. Pass it over to Militante. Dribbling on the right wing, now splits the gap. Tosses it out wide to a Tulevao. Crossover dribble, doesn't Deke Markson. Oh, a Markson gets called for a foul. I thought that might have been a push off, but it's not called that way by the referees. I thought it might have been an offensive foul push off. Uh, same deal as well, but not called that way. And uh, now five team fouls for Mililani. Just one more foul before, uh, or two more fouls, I should say. One more foul to give before they're in one and one bonus territory. Or should I say, uh, Lelehua Lele is in bonus territory. So we're under 6.30 to go. Lelehua trailing by six. And it goes to Twain Wilson. He takes another long jumper. And he's been hitting that shot all night. He gets 30 points for Lelehua. And they trail now 34-30. Wilson, I mentioned it, had 22 in their last game tonight, up to 11 points now. Markson almost turns it over, but passes the timeline. Finds a wide-open Timothy Dorn. Back to Markson now. Into the corner again for Cedric Brown. He takes a three, no good. Rebounded by Markson, though. That left-handed layup up and good. 36-30 now, the Mililani lead. And it was Markson who ended up with the ball, but it was Osanka who knocked it away to him there. A great job of being in the right place at the right time. Speaking of right place, right time, that's Zelson Militante driving the lane, goes left, up with his right. That layup is good. And now Lilihua within four yet again. And the leading scorer on the season for the Mules. Hadn't scored since his seven points in the opening quarter. There's Creighton of Sanka following the nice pass by Markson. His layup is good. And again, Mililani surges ahead by six. So Lilihua trying to get past this seesaw point of four. And they almost do so with the layup by Militante. But it's no good. Mililani ball quickly the other way. Kipapa running the court now. And finally, after listening to his coach, he pulls it out as we get this clock under 
five minutes in this game. Kipapo with a nice dribble, and he actually gets his defender, Kaminos, to say, come on, bring it. And instead he passes off. Oh, a near dunk. That one off the front iron by Dorn. No good. And back the other way goes Lelihua. All right, we have a whistle. Stopping the action. We're going to see what is happening here. Uh, looks like some perspiration on the court leading to a official's timeout. And that actually interrupted quite a nice flow we had going there back and forth. Two teams trading. Haymakers, Mililani, though, so far still standing, 38-32. Tell you what, I think Timothy Dorn was going for the exclamation point, and I think he, uh, he was just about two, three inches from blowing the house off of this place with a crazy slam. Uh, instead, just a little bit short, and Lelehua goes the other way, uh, down six now with 4.46 remaining. And Dorn, just a freshman. Maybe if he grows a few more inches, he'll nail that dunk next year. But a little time in the weight room on those legs as well. So after the missed dunk attempt by Mililani, Lelihua ball, a three-point shot taken by Twain. No good. Pinballs around. Offensive rebound taken by Lelihua. It's Ui Muti with it, and he's going to be fouled. He'll shoot two. Uh, we haven't seen a ton of Muti tonight, but when he has been in the game, the six foot six. Let me say that again. The six foot six sophomore. He's a center, and he uh, doesn't really look like a sophomore down there. He'll head to the line for a pair. So Muti at the line. First free throw up is good. So the big man coming up big from the charity stripe. 38-33 now the middle on a lead. 4.30 to go in this ball game. The winner will play Campbell, who defeated Kailua earlier in our first semifinal game tonight. So dribbling at the free throw line is Muti. Puts up his second shot. That one rims out. No good. Rebounded by Militante, though. And another possession for Lelihua. Pump fake, and finally a kick out to Militante. That three-pointer is no good. Rebounded offensively, though. Nice job there by Lelihua. It's Atuleva with it. Up top to Militante, fakes the three. Now throws the pass away as two post players were looking for it, and nobody could find the ball. And Coach Townsend is extremely frustrated with Atuleval because not once but twice on that possession, the forward gave up open jumper to pass the ball away, and when you end up with a turnover instead of a made basket, it hurts really bad. Speaking of hurts bad, Jaden Kipapa took a three and got hit in the leg. No foul called there. So good news for Lelehua is they get the rebound and race the other way. Uh, layup by Militante is no good. And then on the offensive rebound, a blocking foul is called on Mililani, so it'll be Lelehua's ball. When we come back, wow, no shortage of excitement here at Radford High School with Mililani hanging on to a 38-33 advantage. This is the OAA Boys Basketball D1 Semifinals on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Meet Shaka, Hawaii's first digital bank account from Central Pacific Bank. Made for the way we work, the way we play, the way we live. Shaka is 100% online and takes the stress out of banking. Want to open an account right from your phone and start using mobile deposit or bill pay? With Shaka, it's easy. Online is way better than inline. Shaka, created for Hawaii by Central Pacific Bank. Member FDIC. Back to more of the OIA Featured Game of the Week on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. 
Welcome back to Radford High School. We have quite an exciting matchup here tonight unfolding. And here we are in the home stretch, 3.55 to go. Mililani leading Lelihua, 38-33. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the OIA Boys Basketball D1 Semifinals on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Home of the Dallas Cowboys, KGUAM, K236CR, Honolulu, is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back to live action. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht with you here. And before we get back to play on the court, we have some referee interaction as Jaden Kipapa kind of mouthing off to the officials and they told him, this is your last warning. This is a big game, but no more of that. So now the head coach, Garrett Gabriel, has been warned too. So we'll keep an eye on Kipapa. As he's definitely emotionally invested in this game. Absolutely, but... At the end of the day, and I, I had a chat with uh, UH's men's basketball coach, uh, Coach Gannett, or Gannett, about it. You have to be able to keep that passion in check. So following the missed free throw, that one by Iwane, the rebound goes to Lele, who is Twain Wilson. So good job there, keeping possession. 3.40 to go in this game. Lele, who down by five. Trying to penetrate is Lele, who goes up top to Muti. Hands it back to Militante. Now dribbles baseline, and he's blocked by Pune, but then the foul is called on Kipapa. And you've got to think that the referees were watching him extra closely after he started the mouth off of it. Uh, well, you got it right there. Once you start chatting at the officials, not with them, but at them, they will start to keep an eye out just a little bit more. Here, Kipapa trying to plead his case, uh, saying that he went straight up. Unfortunately for Kipapa, as much as he did go straight up, he turned his body as well, and as straight as he can be there, if you turn your body, it is always, and I mean always, a foul. First free throw by Militante, up and good. Second one coming here. Lelihua down by four, 3.31 to go in this ballgame. Both cheering sections into this one for sure as the second shot is up and no good. And nearly bobbled away by Milani, but finally controlled by Creighton of Sanka, the unheralded rebounding guard for Milani. And now an entry pass thrown to LaCedric Brown, kicked back off to Osanka. And there, a nice job by both Brown and Osanka to just bring the ball back out, run a little bit of clock here if you're Mililani, as Lelehua has continued to kind of hold the or, uh, momentum. So Osanka jacks a three after a nice no-look pass by Markson, but there is Timothy Dorn with the offensive board. Dorn now with it, dribbles baseline, kicks it out to Kipapa, slowing things down. 2.48 and winding here. Markson, oh, almost travels after faking a three, nothing called. Double teamed here as he passes it in to LeCedric Brown. Brown out to Dorn, now Kipapa again, pulling it out to the timeline, trying to waste as much time as they can, up by four. And are we gonna get a foul called here? It will be a ticky-tack touch foul against Lelihua. It'll go against Militante, and that is the third team foul on Lelihua. Yeah, there, uh, Coach Townsend recognizing exactly what Mililani is trying to do, running some clock. So instead of the 1-3-1 zone that the Mules were sitting in, trying to tell his team, get into man-to-man, -man, and uh, in that switch, Militante brings, er, gets his second foul and the team's third. 
So 2.25 and winding. Markson with it, trying to take time off the clock. His team up by four. Nililani leading Lelihua. Now it's the freshman, Timothy Dorn, with it. Back over to the senior, Kipapa. Kipapa doing a good job of eluding Militante up top. Nice display of dribbling here. Now kicks it over to Markson. Just over two minutes to go. So Mililani has taken a minute and a half off this clock without really doing anything in this last possession. Oh, a near foul not called. Kipapa tried to draw it. Now Markson driving the lane. Basically playing keep away at this point. A minute 50 and winding. Mililani still up by four. And this is something that we talked about there in that third quarter and why free throws and defensive stops capitalizing on those are so important, especially before the fourth quarter. And Militante will be called with another foul. However, that's just four team fouls. So if we're going to keep getting this keep away game, Lelihua is going to have to start fouling a few more times and they actually call timeout, Coach Chad Townsend does, to talk it over. Uh, and a good timeout here by Coach Townsend, trying to get all of his guys on the same page. We've seen it a few times throughout these OIA playoffs where coaches want their teams to foul, but the teams don't really know. So Coach Townsend making sure there's no room for a miscommunication here on what he wants his defense to do, whether that be foul right away or continue to try and throw these traps at the Trojans and see if Mililani throws the ball away here with 1.42 left to go and down or up by four. As we enter the home stretch of this one, have you heard about the new greatest of all time? That's right. The new GOAT is Central Pacific Bank. Forbes magazine named CPB the best bank in Hawaii for 2022. Central Pacific Bank, where people like banking. And we like good basketball. We've seen it and talked about it here on air last week with the girls' tournament, which Campbell won in the D1. And then here tonight in our second D1 semifinal, earlier we saw Campbell advance. They'll play the winner of this one, which as it stands now would be Mililani. However, Lilihua has a minute 42 to turn around their four-point deficit. And Mililani, uh, if they were to advance to the championship game, it'd be a rematch against Campbell as Campbell's only loss in league play this season came to Mililani back on January 13th where they fell 58-52. So back to live action following the timeout. Inbounding it successfully is Mililani. Afsanka with it now, dribbling up top, passes to Kipapa. Kipapa trying to get the foul, trying to, but he's flopping all over, and finally he does get it called on the reach-in by Militante. Yeah, there, you mentioned it. A little bit of uh, simulation, I'll call it, trying to get the foul call originally. He doesn't need to do all that. All he needed to do was exactly what he did, just stop as Militante is on his back, and the foul is an easy call for the official. Call it what you want, but he's flopping around like a fish now, trying to get that foul called. And, oh, a blown layup by Afsanka. That would have put Mililani up by six. Instead, it's Lelihua ball, a minute, 16, 15, and winding. Lelihua down by four, with, but with plenty of opportunities to get back in this game. And that's exactly what you wanted if you were the Mules, not to have to get uh, a foul or into a foul contest quite yet. And Markson on the loose ball is going to be called for the defensive foul. So Lilihua will not only keep the ball, but will shoot one and one because of the ill-advised foul by Markson. Yeah, and now fouls starting to rear their ugly head for the Trojans. 
And Lele Hua down the stretch here, going to be really important to try and knock down free throws. Just 53% from the line this season in league play. Shiloh Camino shooting one and one. First free throw up and good. And that makes the score 38 to 35. Wow, the scoreboard operator jumped the gun on that one. And indeed, it is now 38-35. So the second free throw. Referee's trying to see who wants to time out after this. Nobody yet, though, because that free throw is no good, and Milulani rebounds it. Under a minute to go, Milulani leading 38-35. Kipapa playing keep away, dribbling through his legs now, a bit of razzle-dazzle. Trying to elude defenders, and finally a timeout. Before the foul, a timeout is called by Mililani. So they'll talk about it up by three and under 49 seconds. And it was the baseline official who granted the timeout to Coach Gabriel of Mililani there. It was the official up top who was ready to call a foul for the Trojans, actually. So honestly, a best-case scenario either way for Mililani. So that was Tony Colazzo, the baseline official, who smartly saw that timeout called before Fellow veteran official Mike Ichikawa made that foul call. So good job there by two referees with nearly 50 years of combined experience. That's why they have three of them out there. Uh, we said it coming into the night. You get a pretty experienced crew in playoff games like this, and it's for reasons like that where uh, you can't focus on everything when you're the official. Uh, it's a loud gym. There are 10 players on the court, the basketball. That's why there are three of them, like you mentioned, and a uh, nice job. You mentioned they were the third team out there working as a team right then. So coming out of this timeout, it'll be Mililani Ball up by three, 38-35 with only 48.8 seconds to go. So again, it becomes the stall game. And then for Lelehua, you still have time to go for this deal, maybe take five or ten seconds off, and then you have to foul at least two more times to get Mililani into that 101 bonus. You do not have to foul right away if you're Lelehua. You're 100% right. Go for that steal. Play a little extra aggressive here while you still have that extra foul to give. So after the timeout, a nice play. The Markson, he breaks the press and goes up. The layup is good. And Mililani goes up by five with 40 seconds to go in this ballgame. Dribbling quickly the other way is Wilson. Kicks it out to Atuleval. No shot, passes back instead to Wilson. He misses the layup. And are we going to get another Mililani foul? We are. It's going to be a loose ball foul on Markson, and that'll send Lilihua to the line. That's Markson's fourth foul as well. While a five-point lead for the Trojans might feel comfortable, we still got 31 and a half seconds remaining here, and uh, the Trojans definitely aren't looking to lose one of their key ball handlers. So Matias Iwane will shoot two free throws now. And Coach Garrett Gabriel is beside himself as far as he thought his player got fouled on Markson's layup, which was converted. And then he thought there wasn't a foul on this end. So the first free throw is no good. So that's a missed opportunity by Lelehua. And Coach Chad Townsend will call a timeout. We'll keep it here to talk things over as Lelehua down by five. 31.5 seconds to go, and one more free throw coming for the Mules. Yeah, you're in a weird situation now if you're Lelehua because it's five points, right? One made free throw makes it four. That's still a two-possession game. 
So do you miss this purposefully, trying to get the rebound, maybe a two-pointer, a three-pointer? Or do you take the points and hope that you can set up your press and continue to cause havoc in the backcourt like you have the, throughout the entire night? I have to imagine that's the conversation going on right now in the Mules huddle. Yeah, definitely. I know at the college and NBA level, you'd probably try to miss it. But knowing that this is a high school game, even though Lillehua is a strong rebounding team, do you really trust this team to not only execute the miss so that you don't get called for the lane violation, but then to pick up the offensive board, knowing that even though it's a two-possession game, you could cut this lead down to four. Yeah, it's just very, very tough all around because, like you mentioned, do you trust your team to go get that offensive rebound if you, I'll say, quote-unquote, miss the free throw, right, as if there's a correct way to miss any type of shot? Uh, and then not to mention, Mililani all throughout tonight has done a phenomenal job on the defensive glass, whether it's been Dorn, whether it's been Brown down low, both of them doing a great job going after the rebound with two hands to secure it. Coach Chad Townsend showing how nervous he is, pulling out a pack of gum and basically showing he's gone through the whole thing. He's chewing that gum like crazy. Pete Carroll-esque here on the sideline for Lilihua. Pretty good guy to try and emulate a winner. Matias Iwani misses the free throw. It looked like it might have been on purpose off the back iron, and it is rebounded by Lelehua. It's a up-and-good layup by Militante, and that worked to perfection as now Mililani up by three, 20 seconds to go. Lelehua playing the press, no fouls yet. Kipapa with it, and Mililani calls a timeout. A smart job there by Coach Gabriel, realizing what Lelehua was trying to do. He calls timeout with 14 seconds to go, and his team leading. 40 to 37. And Coach Gabriel frustrated with his unit because they're taking their time trying to get over half court. It's uh, They only get 10 seconds or else it's a violation. Got awfully close there. Now just 14 seconds remaining on the clock as uh, both teams go to their benches. And Coach Gabriel went WWE on that folding chair that he usually sits in. Basically looked at it for about 10 seconds and gave a little right jab to it, knocked it down. Luckily, the referees didn't see that. And then props to his assistant coach who calmly picked it up so nobody drew attention to it except for us here at our courtside broadcast position. Yeah, it seemed Coach Gabriel just didn't like the look that the chair was giving him. I can't say I blame him. I didn't see the look either. But it's a high emotions gym uh, right now, especially for, I'd say, 12 people uh specifically both head coaches and the five guys who are going to be on the court for these final 14 seconds. Yeah, Coach Gabriel isn't going to take things sitting down, but that chair did. <laughs> so now if you are Mililani, you have to do two things. you got to get this ball in. You don't have any timeouts remaining according to uh, the board up top, though it does appear that they're checking it. The officials now say Mililani one timeout. So if you get in trouble, take that timeout instead of taking the five seconds. So in it comes to Marks, and he's quickly fouled by Militante. Is that number four on him? That's number five. So he's going to be out of this game. A great job by the senior keeping his squad in this game. And he'll commit the foul because he had to. But obviously, if it was Coach Townsend, he would have liked another player to make that foul. But... It was necessary at that point. Yeah, really tough there for the Mules as uh, Militante has done a phenomenal job keeping them in it throughout the night. He has 12 points to lead the way. So Milani gets it in again. Markson will be fouled, this time by Atua Levao. And we're at 10.4 seconds. And finally, into the one-on-one bonus goes Mililani. So Trojans up by three, 
if they can make at least one free throw here, it'll make it at least a two-possession game. If they can get two, they'll make it even sweeter at five points ahead of Lulihua. Absolutely. Once again, we get into that conversation, one possession versus two possessions. This first one of the one and one the front end, the most important. First free throw up is no good. So that worked just how Lulihua wanted it. No timeouts. Seven, six, five seconds. Lulihua driving. Now a three-pointer in the corner. It is up and no good. That one by Atule Val, rebounded by Mililani, and we are pow. Mililani has won this ball game 40-37 in dramatic fashion over Lelehua. Heartbreak for Lelehua, who did a phenomenal job, got the break that they needed, the miss on the front end of the one-and-one, one. a wide-open three from the corner just wouldn't go down and a valiant effort by the Mules comes up just short as Mililani heads to the OIA Division I Championship game for a rematch with Campbell, with Campbell probably looking or licking their chops, looking to avenge their only loss of the season. We'll be back to wrap this one up again. It was Mililani with a 40-37 nail-biter over Lelihua to advance to the OIA Championship game on Wednesday. This is the OIA Boys Basketball D1 Semifinals on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by the Waikiki Beach Walk Hotel. Back here live at Jim Allegri Gymnasium, and after two quality semifinal games, we have our championship matchup set for Wednesday. It'll be Mililani facing Campbell in a best-of-the-West battle for OIA supremacy. And Paul, looking at this game that just wrapped up, Mililani 40 Lelihua 37. It was a back and forth affair. Mililani went up by seven, and as much as Lelihua tried to fight back, what ultimately doomed them was missing 10 of their 15 free throw attempts. Yeah, Mililani holding on for dear life there at the end as Lelihua had an opportunity to tie it at the horn, just wouldn't go down. Uh, an excellent game from start to finish from both teams. Incredibly exciting. Uh, good basketball, good defense, and uh, real. It, it ended up making it so we have the best, like you mentioned, the best of the West. Mililani takes on Campbell, number one versus number two from the regular season, and uh, the best two teams in OIA Division One play, uh, as the tournament has shown us. And giving props to Lily, who is Zelston Militante, finishing with a team-high 12 points, joined by Twain Wilson. He hit a bunch of clutch shots to keep the mules within striking distance. And on the other side for Mililani, a great effort by, uh, pardon me, Jay Markson, the point guard, who finished with 10 points. But I think our player of the game has to go to somebody you mentioned quite often, Creighton Afsanka, a team-high 11 points, 7 rebounds, and two steals, and not only that, but he made all three of his free throws. And guess how many points Mililani won by? Uh, would it be? Would it possibly be three, Kyle? Winner. <laughs> I I totally agree there. Uh, you hit the nail on the head. Mililani doesn't come out of this one without Creighton Osanka doing basically everything for the Trojans here tonight, or I should say a little bit of everything. Uh, like you said, led the way with 11 points. He had seven rebounds, a couple of steals in there, and every single time he went after the ball, he went after the ball with a vigor as if somebody told him today was his last basketball game, and uh, luckily for him and the Trojans, it's not the last one of OIA play quite yet. They got one more coming up on Wednesday as they take on Campbell for uh, the second time. 
And that's a nice tease, my friend, as we'll be back here Wednesday night for not only the OA D1 matchup between Campbell and Mililani, but first we'll start the night with our D2 championship between Kalani and Farrington, both teams that we've seen this year on our airwaves. So it'll be a fun matchup between the Falcons and the Governors, and then we'll transition to the D1 championship between the West Division foes, Campbell and Mililani. It should be another fun night of basketball here on our airwaves, both on air and online, and we look forward to seeing you there. And then, but before that, we want to give our mahalos and shout-outs. First of all, Chaz Antai doing a great job back in the studio. He's our in-studio engineer. Thomas Yoshida, awesome job. He's the best in the business when it comes to stats, and he helped us all night long. The Radford Athletic staff taking care of us at our broadcast position, making sure we have power, which is key to bringing this broadcast to you live. AC Custodio and Alan Mia, our contributing producers. Kule Agbayani, our on-site engineer and social media savant. Catch her on Wake Up in the Den tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. on our airwaves. And, of course, Paul Brecht, awesome job tonight with our doubleheader. Last word for you, my friend, after two great basketball games. Uh, tell you what, I really, really think tonight is exactly how it should have gone. I mean, uh, both in terms of, well, well, you're supposed to get two good basketball games in the semifinals. Uh, but, I don't know, just something about having two good games to broadcast. Uh, I don't know, feels right today, you know? And it feels right. It went right with two great games, as you mentioned. Campbell victorious over Kailua. And in our nightcap, Mililani over Lelihua by three points to set up what should be a fun championship evening on Wednesday. So for our entire hard-working crew, we appreciate you tuning in both on air and online. And we look forward to seeing you virtually, talking to you on Wednesday night. We'll do it again with another double dip from the Radford High School Gym. For all our crew, I'm Kyle Galdera. Take care and aloha. You've been listening to the Hawaii Sports Radio Network special presentation of OIA Athletics and the featured game of the week on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank, where people like banking. And Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. And the Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel. Oahu's best value located near Kalakaua Avenue on Beachwalk. Tonight's game was made possible also in part thanks to the following. Play-by-play announcer Kyle Galdera. Play-by-play color commentator Paul Brecht. On-site technical engineer Kuule Agbayani. And in-studio technical engineer Chaz Antai. Visit hawaiisportsradio.com for a complete programming guide of upcoming games and more. We now return you to regular scheduled programming right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.